So uh, Super Ben Foster is not in goal. Um, bit of a bit of a shock, I think. So we're just going to do some uh, quick reaction now. Now we were sort of questioning it over the weekend, thinking does he lose his his place? Um, he's gone one better than that, hasn't he, Tim? What's your instant reaction? Uh, we're we're not taking any responsibility for it, but yeah, oh, we did. Yeah, it's not <laughs> uh, you know, he's just really kind of mirrored what we were thinking anyway. Is that it hasn't been good enough? Um, I mean, it wasn't a case of making an escape goal. You just kind of think that the, the it just wasn't dropping for him. It wasn't right. Um, it just wasn't working out. So it's a big call to make. It's the right call to make, I think. Um, and yeah, it, it has come slightly out of the blue, um, given the fact that we've got, you know, um, a full week before the next game. But he's, he's kind of made the decision now, you know, and it's probably, it takes some guts to do it because he could have, I just said it before, I just tweeted, he could have just stayed in denial about it, but it takes model pros to make those big decisions. And more often than not, they get it right. He's a big character, big personality. He's made the best decision for for the better of everybody, not just himself, but for the club. It frees up a big part of the wage bill, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he's not one for sentiment, is he? So I just think it's it's the right call at the right time. And um, I, think, I think the reason he stayed on was probably the head ruled the heart. The heart yeah. ruled the head. Sorry, the heart ruled the head. He was sort of caught up in that sort of... You know, that tidal wave of feel-good emotion and, and the whole thing of helping us get over the line. And that was already in his head. He said that, that's what I'm, I'm staying. And it just hasn't panned out. So, and now he's gone the other way and his his heart his, his head is ruling his heart. So let's get this back to front. So his head is now ruling his heart and you have to take your, your hat, up, hat off to him. Yeah. Um, look, before we get into the whys and wherefores of whether he should have signed a deal in the first place, first off, you know, thank you, Ben. Because yeah. you came in, you've given us some some great moments. No one will ever forget that that penalty save last season. You, you know, you were you were vital in matches like Barnet away, where you you were superb. And thank you for getting us over the line. Now, also, you're a good bloke. I mean, we can tell that by by from the behind the scenes stuff. I mean, I, I spoke to Ben the back end of last season just once, and then I saw him in America, and he came over and fist pumped me. He actually remembered me, and you know that that. Yeah. That's sort of, you know, he seems like a really, really nice fella. And with that in mind, at his age and with his career, why should he take criticism uh, for his performances? He doesn't need to. Um, and I would imagine conceding all that amount of goals in the start of the season, he's sort of thinking, I don't want to tarnish a legacy here. Um, and he sort of thought, well, you know, it's probably best that I move on. And, you know, good luck to him. Thank you for everything, and thank you for for, for, for probably getting out at, at, at the right time. Because the last thing we want to do is make a difficult decision where we have to drop an ex England international who's been who's been so good for us in the last last season. So you know, you've taken that decision out of out of our hands, and that's the measure of the man, really. I, I think before we sort of get into the the wise and wherefores about about him signing on. Where would you go now, Tim? Would you go straight to Mark Howard, or would you look to sign another keeper? Well, how many how many keepers do do we need? I mean, I've, you know, only, I've only got ten fingers, mate. Um, right, okay. So at the moment, we've got Mark Howard. I don't see how you can't look beyond Mark Howard at this point. Um, at this point, at this moment, is he is he a is he the long term solution no. for the entire season? No. 
in the short term, yes. You know, he's got a clean sheet under his belt from, from the Wigan game. That will do his confidence no harm at all. And you know what? He's good mates with Foster. Foster will throw his weight behind him, you know, as we would expect. And he'll just say, look, just jump in there. Do what you do. You know, there's a reason that he, he came from Carlisle um, to us as their prey of the season. He's had a couple of hairy moments. Unfortunately, it's, it's annoying that, you know, keepers kind of do get, um, you know, that, those moments seem to be more remembered than... Yeah, they're well. magnified, aren't they? They're magnified. Because yeah. It's uh, happening I, right I, in front of fans. So fans, it, it's like, you know, if, if a defender makes a mistake and then in two, two, two moves down the line, there's a goal, that's one thing. But a keeper making a mistake is right in front and it's very memorable. I think because, because of the whole situation with the National League and, and the setup and the way it was and, and, and the scramble for that top spot, everything was like crucial. Every minor detail. If you, if you cocked up that was it. You're out your ass. We saw it with Dibble. Dibble was was assassinated, and and by his own admission, he, he crumbled. There was there was that period. I think Notts County way, and there's about six or seven games in a row. It was just clanger after clanger after clanger, and there was no escaping that. And it just just the dominant effect from that was was horrible. I don't think we're going to get that out with Howard. I think he is a safe pair of hands. I think he will bring. He knows that defense. He knows that defense anyway. So for me, at this stage. It's kind of a seamless transition for him to go back in there. He knows the people in front of him. They know him. Unless unless we see something in one of these the, the younger lads that, that we've had, that we've signed, I don't see how I don't see how Parky can can go anywhere else for this at the moment. You know, we're shipping goals left, right, and centre. You need experience. You know, yeah. as much as we've had that with Foster, it's not quite worked out. People will say, well, you know, Mark Howard's not exactly getting on in He's getting on in years as well, isn't he? But I think at this juncture, you you just slot him in just for that that sort of slight consistency yeah. and, and, and just to keep things a little bit more calm at the back, which is what we need at the moment. Let's do a roll call of keepers. So we've got Mark Howard, who is fit and available. We've got Rob Layton, who we think is injured. Um, and I don't know if anyone's got an ETA on him. Apart from that, we've got the young Irish lad. Is he McNicholas, Tim? Luke, Luke, Luke McNicholas, I think. Yeah. And then we've got the, the even younger lad, Lewis Hall. Is it Lewis, Lewis Hall? I mean, Lewis, I can't remember. I thought you'd oh. check this beforehand because, like, I've oh, well, no, I mean, these keepers are so. I to check this. <laughs> the thing is, you know, that sort of, if we can't even call their name, they're not going to come in and, and be number one, are they? Um, so we've got those available. Um, we, we're probably going to go with Mark Howard. I do wonder if Ben Foster has left before the end of the transfer window, which gives free, frees up a place in the squad, and it maybe allows us to bring to bring someone in. And we like Danny Ward. Well, I mean, yeah, that would be great. But I think we're I think we're about one lead too low at least for Danny Ward at the moment. Um, I, yeah, but, but we the have. Project. Sorry, the have been looking. We have been looking for that 25-year-old keeper who can grow with the club. Now, they, Parky might think that's the Irish lad. That, he might think that's McNicholas. But I think it gives us an a, a, ideal opportunity to bring in a keeper at the, not at the end of his career and maybe allow him to go through the leagues and grow with Wrexham. Now, we brought back in Andy Foley-Jones, who was on the uh, podcast yesterday, who um, we talked about this, so it's only only right that we do we do a full circle. Uh, Andy, you were quite non-committal on Mark Howard yesterday. I didn't think you really had a, 
had a sort of a good idea of where we should play or not. Has that changed at all? Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? I, I was on a got in at four o'clock this morning and then saw a few rumours going around and um, no, I, I, I had a nightmare that Mark Howard was going to be first choice and I think it is a nightmare, isn't it? Is it that much of a nightmare? I, I, I think at the moment it's for it's he's got to he's got to go back in, hasn't he? he? Who did he play? Was it Wigan game? Howard played. Yeah, yeah, and he kept a clean sheet. So yeah, he, he, I, I think he slips back in and um, see how he gets on. But at least we've got those other lads in in the building now, haven't we? The who who was the Sligo guy? Uh, that's McNicholas. Yeah. I don't know anything about him other than other than he's one for the future. And, you know, he's one for the future, but we need a keeper now. So I think out of the two, it's got to be Howard. Yeah, I would agree. Howard yeah. straight in. And who would be who would be on the bench then? It would be McNicholas. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you you're well covered. You've got another keeper in background as well. Uh, you know, you can use the loan system, but I, I think if you're going to bring the loan system, it's got to be for a first choice keeper. Or otherwise, what's the point? There's no point bringing someone in and, and having him on the bench. Also, you know, Parky said it a lot of times. We don't need to use the loan system. We've got we've got money to go and buy someone and, and try and nail a position. Um, just before we sort of just before we sort of sum it up a little bit, I just want to ask you guys what you think about the decision in the first place to give him a contract. Um, look. We were all on a high last season. We all remember the Notts County game. We all sort of know what what he brings to the club is in, you know, is in personality-wise, as in profile. You know, obviously the, the two owners were fell in love with him. You know, he's a very personable guy. But really and truly, should he have been offered a deal at the end of last season? He came in for a very to do a very specific job which was to you know, end his retirement, come in and travel in, in from Warwickshire each day and, and help us through. And it, you know, it was a lovely full circle of his career where he sort of really made his name with us. But hand on heart, Tim, should, have we, should we have given him a deal for this season, knowing that you know, it's, it's such a slog to go through a League Two campaign and there's so many, there's so many games? Um. No, and I, th- I think at the, at the time I, w- I was like, you know, if he stays, great. If he doesn't, it doesn't really matter. You know, we're we're in a place now where we've we've done what we set out to do. We've got promoted. If we look elsewhere, great. If we get one of the the, the other guys to to come back full full fitness, then great. So, the cynic in me says, was he kept on from a commercial aspect because obviously the Man United game was already penciled in. Obviously, as an ex-Man United player, loads of fans will be there. So, oh, right, Foster's there oh, as well. You, so. don't, you don't, you don't give him a new deal for a preseason friendly. But, yeah. but even so, even though there there is commercial value in him, that's that's a fact. Um, should they have given one? It's easy to sit here now and say no, isn't it? But look, ultimately, he came in. He, he did. He did. He, he did a job. He did what he kind of set up to do. Um, again, it wasn't, he didn't exactly pull up trees. He didn't keep a, a vast amount of clean sheets, um, but he stood up and, and counted when it really, really mattered. And that's what he'll be remembered for. 
Uh, but it's it's by the by now, isn't it? Ultimately, it, I I would like to think he's the sort of person that I don't think that we would pay up a contract. He'll probably just. I imagine there'd be a gentleman's agreement that says, "Oh, definitely." I've only, no I've only, I've only yeah. been here for four games. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want anything. Um, you know, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Thanks very much. See you later. Take care. Um, if I get to come back at the club in some capacity or another later down the track, um, then great. If I get to do some filming at the club, then great. You know, uh, brilliant. It's it's worked out for everybody involved at this stage. You know, go to Barrow and ship another five or six goals in. <laughs> All of a sudden, you know, you just never know. But he doesn't deserve that, does he? He doesn't deserve us as fans getting on his back, does he, Andy? No, and I, I, like I, I said it. Sorry, I'll, I'll bring Andy in there. For me, I was just like. It felt weird this week because it's two weeks in a row that we've been whinging about something. Yeah. Which is, it's really strange, uncharted territory for us because we've had it so good for the last few years. But, you know, good luck to him. Yeah. Yeah, just, just broadening out, Andy, should he have signed a new deal? And now he has, you know, it's the right time for him to go, really, isn't it? Because the last thing we want is resentment on our, on our side. No, I think you've got to give him enormous credit, haven't you, to to identify that he's he's reached a point where he, he he doesn't think he can give a performance that that he he needs to give and and that that's that must be an incredibly difficult thing to do and um, I think give give him enormous credit I know we talked yesterday about we were we were quite critical I I felt I felt a bit bad this morning when I saw the news and um when we were we were having a little bit of a dig at him yesterday about how he, was... he cited you in, in in his in his um in his goodbye video he said uh oh, whoever yeah. that, that specky fellow was well tell him that i'm going to shove a goalkeeping glove where the sun don't shine sideways you know i was hoping he was going to do, do a plug for the book as well and uh <laughs> i think that's gone isn't it uh, uh, a little bit of uh, the annoying thing is go on Eddie. But but you know Tim Tim you know we we, we talked about it yesterday didn't we he, he there was a weird physicality to we we talked about Howard and the way he dived and the way he seemed to take a long time to get down to make simple saves and and it seemed some of those things were happening with with um, with Foster this this season so far and, and maybe there is just a time in in a, in a everyone thinks that goalkeepers can go forever forever it's maybe it's a little bit of a, a myth they can obviously play older than outfield players but there is still that physicality of and it's such a it's such a narrow thing what they do isn't it you know, they, they they have to get down quickly they have to react it's all about reaction speed and with hindsight I, I was really excited when he resigned and it's so it, it's easy to kind of slag the decision off now but it we're all as you just said caught up in a euphoria of of last season and we all thought about the great things which he did and he was such a great bloke he's such a charismatic guy and all the GoPro stuff. We said yesterday again, the GoPro stuff, you, you know, that's that's not happening. And it's maybe oh. he, he's he's made the right decision, I think. He's given us a bit of time to find somebody new if we need somebody new. We've got all these other players coming in. So but so they obviously knew he wasn't going to last forever, didn't they? That's that's why they've been getting all these players in to have a look at. Yeah, I just think the acceleration of how they. I think the acceleration of them bringing these players in—they didn't expect this Irish this fella to be to be involved so quickly. 
And I think that's probably caught them a little bit by surprise. I just want to leave one of the last words to Ben Foster because he's just done a little bit on his on his Instagram. I'm just going to share the screen and, and play this in a little bit. Doing some Twitter reactions around in a minute. Yeah, bear with me a little bit. I'm just going to come that. Hopefully you can see this. Hello, Wrexham fans. It's Ben Foster here. Uh, I just wanted to let you all know that I've decided to um, retire from professional football. Yeah, I know again, but... Um, I think the timing's right. I feel um, sometimes you've just got to be honest with yourself, brutally honest with yourself and just admit that you can't really do what you used to do. And it's a shame. But I think being 40 years old, it's kind of expected as well. Um, I feel like there's probably been about four or five goals already this season that I should be saving. You know, it's weird because goals are going in and I'm thinking, you should have saved that. Why haven't, how haven't you saved that? And I think that's the reason why I'm retiring. I know I just... I just know I can't do what I used to do. And it, like I say, it's a shame, but that's the way it goes. It comes to us all. There's no there's no shame in admitting that. But I do want to say a massive thank you to every single one of you fans, every one of my teammates, the owners, the, the coaching staff, the manager. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an honour. Um, we'll always have that 96-minute Notts County penalty save. That will live long in my memories. Genuinely, one of my top three. Four I mean, yeah, again, measure of the man. He's absolutely stood up. And, and said what, we, what we've all been thinking, that, you know, he's looked at it himself and he knows it. He, he can't do it to the level that he wants to. And, you know, good luck to him. Tim, has there been much uh, Twitter reaction? I'm, I would imagine there'd been a, a, a shit ton of Twitter uh, reaction, to be honest. There is, but seeing as there was a last minute thing, I've only managed to jot down a few. Um, so obviously, Ryan Reynolds has put, um, uh, he built memories uh, I'll never let go of for as long as I live. Uh, Cryptic put um, a brave call and a class statement from him. Uh, Kieran Evans, um, he was probably, um, what did he say? Probably underestimated League Two and the quality and intensity of division, myself included. Potentially, yes. Um, I think one thing that we can take away from Foster retiring is that the blow has been softened by the fact he's previously retired. So he kind of knows what to expect. Yeah. He kind of knows he can fall back into that groove of doing the things that, keep him happy and healthy, the cycling, the golf, the, the contact creation stuff. So he's got plenty to keep himself busy. It's not like he's going to be, um, you know, kicking his heels, doing nothing and, and enjoying the kind of uh, fruits of his labour. So he'll be fine. He'll come back in some capacity, whether as a guest, whether whatever, and he'll get a hero's reception. And I, I hope he does because it'd be nice to give him that send off, which sounds oh, yeah, a bit sentimental. Um, yeah. It's, you know, because, you know, the the round of applause at the end of the game on Saturday was was a collective thing for the entire team for the way they kind of dragged it back. So it'd be nice to for him to get a good send off, you know, to 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 start your career with a trophy at Wrexham, to end your career with a trophy at Wrexham. It's a quite neat full circle moment, and yeah, good luck to him. He, he deserves he deserves it. Every health and happiness to him. Right, let's end with this. Where does where does Ben Foster rank in your top goalkeepers ever? Don't worry about you know how much they played, but just you know, talent, what they brought to the club. Where does he rank? I'm going to go first. I think he sits just below Marriott for me. I know he hasn't got hundreds and hundreds of of, of, of appearances, but for, for, for the pleasure I've had watching Ben Foster, and let's not forget, you know, he's won a major trophy for us and he's got us promoted. That puts him number two in my list of all time. Andy? Um, Di Davis, Mike Hooper, um, carrots, obviously. Um, <laughs> my AB. Um, yeah, he's, he's in the top five, just behind my AB. 
Are carrots. you Brian Slim? Because you've not got Marriott in there. I forgot about Marriott. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was good. Yeah, okay. He was good. Uh, that's for you. Right. It, take carrots yeah. out then, and we can put Ben Foster in. Yeah, he's 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 in the top five, definitely. Tim, where's he ranked for you? Oh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I mean, Marriott's my favourite Wrexham player, so I'm always going to plump for him first. Um, if you're talking about just Wrexham, then oh, I don't know. It's tough. Overall game, he has to be up there because of what he's, what he's achieved. But I got Marriott now. I thought Chris Maxwell was brilliant for us. Um, Foster, Foster for me, again, will be, he's probably top top five somewhere. I'm not entirely sure where but we top five purely on the basis that his first spell with us was great. Loved his first spell with us. So memorable. Obviously, LDV final. Um, but the games before that as well, we played at Port Vale and obviously he, he was on loan from Stoke at the time. So we were singing Delilah and he was just loving it. Absolutely loving it. And he had a storming game and just just a just a nice guy. He was quite shy at the time. So to see him come out with Shell and see how sort of, you know, charismatic and sort of public facing as he is now. It's just nice to see. Nice guy. And um nice guy that hasn't finished last. He's uh finished with a with a league uh, titles medal. So yeah. Oh yeah, let's sum it up. Thank you again. Thanks Ben. Thanks for everything. Um and we really appreciate it. Right guys, I think we'll tie this up. Uh good to speak to you. <laughs>